Oh, they, they actually did it. I, I really don't believe it. They they won. The, they won the whole thing. The wheels stayed on the bus. The, the first time ever. Yeah. 52 years. 52 years. <sighs> I heard I heard you had a special special uh, run-in yesterday. Yeah, I, I got to meet Mr. Stanley himself. You, I, I, heard, I heard you got to touch him? I, I touched the cup. So throughout the day, social media had started to spread that the Blues were still partying. But they were partying at the oldest hockey bar in town, which just happens to be a block from my house. Imagine that. So. Did you go? Well, (laughs) not at first. I didn't go at first because I had adulting to do. And if there's anything we know, adulting is not fun. But it just kept the whole time I'm adulting. Just like the blues. They're partying up the street. They're in your neighborhood. (laughs) They won the cup like less than 24 hours. But I was like, you know what? The cup's not there. I'll do my adulting until I check social media. <laughs> and I saw the cup. And I literally stopped and looked at my wife and went, cup's there. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it was cool. Like The bar that they were at has a balcony outside, or like a deck outside, but it just, the bar sits on a hill. So the, the outside patio is kind of like a balcony. Yeah, it's like a second story patio. And, and, so, and I heard they closed the bar. Bar was not open. You could yeah. not get in the bar unless you were a blue. So it was just a parking lot full of a swarming mass of people yeah like a thousand people showed up and they kept taking turns holding the cup above their head and uh you know everybody's yelling and screaming and i kept thinking this is awesome well then they took the cup inside and i was like oh well, that was fun why it go it's gone till they came out in the middle of the crowd with it and started holding it up and down and going crazy and going nuts so i strategically positioned myself in a place where I knew that they would have to bring it back to the building. And uh, it just so happened that actually, of all people, my favorite blue, David Perron, was the one carrying it. And so as he walked by, I like gave him a pat on the back, gave him a good, you know, said, good job, David. Got a good old rub right there on old Lord Stanley's cup. <laughs> I bet that's the first time you thought that that would ever come out of your mouth. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I do have a good buddy who I played hockey with who got to hold it over his head oh, on did that he? balcony. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He, I think he knows Maroon's brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, that'll do it for you. So anyway, I don't really... I think we should check in with one of our oh, fellow yeah. employees. Let's see how the, the Boston guy's doing. <laughs> oh, he's still over there crying with Jordan. So we have good friend Jim Kunkel back on the show today. We sure do. And Jim brought with him Juan. Juan Caballero. Hey. I got it. There you go. Juan is with SSPC. He is working on their international specializing in Central America and South America and bringing them up into more of an involvement with SSPC. And we were privileged enough to have the two of these guys come and sit down with us to talk about what's going on. So anyway, here's our interview with Juan and Jim. I'm Paul, that's Jack. We didn't even do that this time, but I think they know it. Yeah, do we need to tell them how to get us? No. Okay. But go ahead. Jack's on Twitter at Jack underscore CTSP. I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. Technical service at Carboline.com is our email. All right, here's our interview with Juan and Jim. Paul, here we are. We're almost done. We've... We're coming to the end of the show. I feel like we're on a press junket. 
I do too. I wish I was the athlete that was, you know, in demand. To you talk about you that. wish you were the interviewee instead of the interviewer. Yeah, that'd be fun too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe someday we'll be world renowned with this podcast, and somebody I, will want to interview us. And if we are, well, world we did it once. It, oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Paint Square Press. That was a big break for us. But the other break. The other person responsible for most of our social media responses, our interest, our likes, our, our retweets, our posts. The one-man Carboline Tech Service Podcast marketing team. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys haven't figured it out by now, we're talking about Jim Kunkel from SSBC. is a business development manager, and welcome back to the show, Jim. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Paul. Glad Thanks. to be back again. Oh, it's great to have you back, Jim. Also coming in with uh, Jim is Juan Caballero. Look at very, that. Very good. I did that. All right. And uh, Juan is with Naval and Industrial Solutions, and he is out of? Panama. Panama. All right. So, Paul, ask a question. Basically, what we've been talking about, and we, we talked about a little bit as we got ready, that Juan has set some new bar. He put a new bar in, in Panama and in Central America with the qualifications and the, the knowledge base and the, hist and the information that he has brought to Central America. Can you tell us a little bit about, about what you have going on there? Yes. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you, Paul. Thank you, Jack, for having us here today. I'm very happy to be here after a long week of great uh, success in this SSPC Coding Flows show. And well, I can tell you that uh, for almost five years, I have been working with uh, Jim Conco and all the SSPC staff about setting a new standard um, in Latin America. We, are, we have been working on setting some chapters down there. We start with the first chapter in Latin America that was the Panama chapter. And there are four, uh, four more chapters that have been conformed since, since that time. So I think in a very little uh, period of time, we have achieved uh, amazing things so far. That, I mean, that's great to hear that, that you're coming on five chapters now in Central America. Yeah, we, it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, this uh, uh, current conference, we had SSPC Columbia have their charter approved by our Board of Governors. And uh, we're currently working to establish a Mexican chapter. Uh, and also in Honduras and Guatemala. Um, the only two uh, countries that we need to focus on moving forward is uh, Chile and Argentina. And at that point, we pretty much would have most of Latin America and Central America with a good representation for the members. As you guys are developing these chapters and expanding SSVC, what, what kind of challenges has you guys run into as you're doing this? Well, for me, obviously, um, I'm gringo, so I'm not, you know, my perspective, my understanding of Latin America, especially not knowing the language, you know, fluently, uh, has been always a big challenge. But what I found with working in this industry and working as a staff member of SSPC, we have passionate members across the world and especially in Latin America, and they see the value that SSPC standards, programs, and trainings can bring to Latin America to improve the market. You're selling incredible technological paint systems and coding systems into that market, and the quality level has to improve for the owners to get quality contractors and the craft workers. And by having someone, you know, I met one literally five years ago, at an SSBC conference, and we sat down at a table, and we worked out a five-year plan. Are you on track still? We are way on track. So now we're working on the, the 2020 and beyond plan right now. 
And we've had chapters established in Brazil and all these great countries, but we've increased membership. SSBC programs are being specified. We're doing training and we're doing certifi professional certifications as well. As a coding manufacturer, we love to see that. The more training that the guys have or that the people have, and the more information that they get, the better quality job that they can do for the owners and for the, for the people who are requesting the work. Yes, I, I, can, I can tell that added to the language barrier that Jim has mentioned, we also have a big challenge on that, on that side. We need to get the owners to know more about the standards and we need to move forward to the next level now to have a bigger industry that uh, allows for better technologies as you guys have, better services from certified companies, better opportunity for product manufacturers to you know, provide their products to the market. In, in, in addition to having chapters established, SSBC created an advisory council to represent Latin America to SSPC. One is the chairperson of that. And from the council, we have broad representation across a diversity of demographics, contractors, manufacturers, and different types of uh, entities like that that represent on that, on that council. And they provide us a good framework and a list of things that we need to tackle as an organization. In addition, when we do translation, it's not one individual translating and then it goes for technical review. We have a, uh, a panel that's well represented from Latin America that does the, does the initial um, translation. Then it has to go, obviously, for technical certification as well as a standard to make sure that to technical we meet all technical requirements of that translation. So we really have a, a strong relationship with our members in Latin America SSPC does, yeah. And, you know, that is one of the things that I've noticed, you know, watching you over the last year, that you've spent a lot of time with them in, in Central and South America, mm -hmm. helping to improve this and, in, and in, improve the, the presence of that group, that part of the world, with SSPC has just been a fantastic addition. And also I can add that we have had a great uh, success on new members. And one proof of that is that we have for first time in Coding Plus, a Latin America session with four uh, presentations, four of the top players in Latin America speaking here about different topics on, on codings. And we have a great attendance and everybody was, I can tell their happiness to have uh, this during this show. And that really is important is to help bring everybody together so that, you know, we're all working in a global society. So being able to put together a set of specifications or a set of requirements and have all the different parts of the world understand them, to know what everybody was striving for, and to trust that if the work is coming out of one part of the world, wherever it's going, can say, oh, they got quality people there doing a good job and we're all working from the same standards. Yeah, what you typically find in Latin America, you have the, uh, you know, the experienced gentleman or whoever it might be training the younger generation. And if they have bad habits and skills, they're training that, that newer generation, the bad skills and habits. And what was very unique about bringing in the SSPC training, especially our C7 and C12 for the blaster and the spray applicator, is that it really has that foundational training uh, that they can have as a core training. And then when they go on for certification, you know, they're working on an ASTM panel. You know, in addition to that, we also have SSPC trained the painter. It's available in Portuguese. 
uh, for Brazilian students or uh, uh, candidates and also in Spanish as well. That's excellent. Frequently, Paul, we are asked about life expectancy. Frequently? Frequently. Constantly. Constantly. And we want you to know that, you know, not all things are created equal uh, when it comes to paint. And we are excited. You know, we our number one product, Carbothane 134HG. Yep. We've made an improvement. I know. You're sitting there thinking, how could you improve on something that was so good to begin with? Exactly. Well, Carboline would like to introduce the Carbothane 134 UV Ultra. Tell us about it, Paul. Carbothane 134 UV Ultra has superior, virtually unsurpassed color and gloss retention, especially when you compare it to other aliphatic acrylic polyurethanes. Its performance greatly exceeds the SSPC Paint 36 Level 3, which is the highest level of a polyurethane for color and gloss retention. It has done spectacular. We still have it running at 7,000 hours of accelerated weathering, and it's still going. It's going to keep going until we see some really bad results. So maybe someday, a couple years from now, we can update in another commercial for Carbothane 134 UV Ultra. So I guess one of the other things that I wanted to bring up, I heard Juan had a new, he's the first master coating inspector. Yes. Excellent. Congratulations. Thank and you, And that's Paul. for Central America? Thank you, Paul, for all Latin America, first master coding inspectors. That's fantastic. It's, yeah, it, is. it is a great asset to have somebody like yourself there to be able to set as a role model and an example that, that we can all come together and communicate this knowledge to everybody. In addition to that, one at the awards banquet was honored with being an international instructor. So it's also one as an instructor. Uh, hundreds of students at one has either trained uh, or worked through certification. So, you know, we are definitely, you know, looking for more resources when it comes to training instructors in Latin America. Doesn't he have more hours in a day? You can, you can keep going, can't you? No, no. Listen, yeah. he, he works on Panama all the time. I'll tell you a funny story. We were flying, into, flying from Panama City to Santiago, Chile. And we had uh, roughly, you know, I like to get to an airport two or three hours early. I'm crazy like that. And Juan decided, oh, 20 minutes, we'll go to his apartment and pick up a, a coat. Well, it turned into a lot more than 20 minutes. We made it to the airport, I swear to God, with less than 20 minutes left. Luckily, he was able to upgrade us on Copa Airlines. So we were able to late check our bags, and we just barely made the plane. <laughs> so you and I would fly well together. Yeah, uh, we will get well along. Yes. <laughs> See, I'm like Jim. We're doing the same thing. So we're our flight's at 6 tonight, and we've been debating when do we need to leave. Well, Paul is smarter than me and has TSA pre-check, so he's uh, yeah. going to go through a lot faster and, than I am. And you're probably pretty antsy right now. Yeah, he is. He's nervous. Yeah. So what I call, he wanted to go after breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so what I always call it with Juan is Juan time. He's on Juan time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you two are up to really great things down in Latin America. And, you know, it's one of the trends that we've seen throughout the last couple of days is education, education, education. That's what it is. Whether it's SSBC, whether it's a supplier, everybody is really in on this together to make the industry better. And with the amount of in infrastructure repair that's going to have to happen around the world, mm -hmm. it is really good that we make sure that the upcoming painters know what they're doing. Exactly. I'm Jack, and I, I would like to take that phrase you mentioned, that we are all together in this, uh, in this barge. We have had a successful presentations, technical conference down there in Panama, in Ecuador, 
uh, Brazil and Peru will have their first conference this year. And I think you need to invite the Tech Service podcast to the Brazil chapter. I was, I was going to say that. I was <laughs> going to say that. It's in Rio. Uh, I, yes, uh, I yep, think we're in. Yeah, uh, Dwayne, du- if you're listening, because you will be listening. Yes, we know you listen. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, I agree. we need. Um, I think we need more support from the industry down there in Latin America. In our technical sessions, we have had people coming from. At least, what, Jim, uh, 10 different countries to the Panama conference? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you get several hundred attendees coming from different countries and speakers from, you know, multiple countries as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there are some of our fellows that can, it's more difficult to them to come to, to the U.S. to sure. this type yeah. of show. So the chapters in down in, in Latin America is a way so more people in Latin America can, can get on can get on board and get uh, related to yeah. SSPC and to the industry. Yeah, it, it needs to be accessible, and yeah. that's that's the best way to do it. And, and if I'm correct, you guys had already interviewed our executive director at SSPC, Bo Worms. Yes, yes we did. And, yep. uh, and I don't know if he had a chance to talk about... Is he going to sponsor us? Um, <laughs> there there we go. go. <laughs> well, the real question is, if we're going to go down there, Juan, are you ready to be a full-time member of the, the podcast? Because somebody's going to have to tell them what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I look forward to work with you guys. I will love to do that. <laughs> but in your, in your conversations with Bill, the one thing, and, and I'll say this too, and hopefully he, he had said the same thing, SSPC, we're all about mission, mission, mission. And that's really what our focus is. And everything else, everything else will follow from there. So one, uh, I, I commend Juan for the dedication and support. You know, he's on our board of governors, the chair of the advisory council, a master coding inspector, a first class instructor for SSPC, and his passion, and I see passion in him and many, many other SSPC members across Latin America, and we really love that at SSPC. That's a fan- fantastic summary for, for what's going on there. Yeah. And we love to hear about it here at Carbline. So, Jim and, and Juan, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day to come by and uh, chat with us about what's going on in Latin America. Thank you. That's been my pleasure. Thanks, guys. And so... For the Carboline Tech Service Podcast, I'm Paul. And I'm Jack. And we'd like like to to thank thank you for your support. Let's go, Blue!